Has everyone finished their Christmas shopping? Who, uh, I need a bloke that hasn't finished their Christmas shopping. Come on, dob someone in. There's got, they, don't tell me that all the good people of Western, all the blokes have done their Christmas shopping. Come on, I've got a prezi. Great. Um, I haven't started. You haven't started? Well. Um, I, I just need to check. Have you also got a sense of humour? I can't see you in the... You haven't. Oh, we didn't know one. Um, right. Uh, there's a present for you. Um, I, I'm glad you I'm glad you wanted to receive it. So that's great. That's a good start. Before you open it, and it, just have a feel. Any kind of ideas what it might be? A book! Okay, great. Well, you better open it. And then uh, when, you've, when you've opened it and uh, you've figured out what it is, uh, shout out what it is. It was well wrapped, by the way. <laughs> the Haynes Christmas Manual. The Car Mechanic's Guide to Christmas. Uh, they were going fast in the shops. Uh, you can keep that get either for yourself or uh, to give away to someone else who needs it. And um, I saw this in the shops the other day and I had a little flick through. I thought, this is going to be good. How to do Christmas according to Haynes, the car mechanics guide. And I looked through it and, and as I was going through the pages, I realised I was a little disappointed. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but something was definitely missing. It wasn't until I got to page 35, which is one page from the end of this little book, if a book is what it, you can call it, that I realised what was missing. Jesus. He didn't get a mention until page 35. And even then, it was only in passing. To do Christmas without Jesus is a little bit like writing a book on schools and forgetting to mention education. Or having the most beautiful, wonderful, historic car in the garage and never taking it for a mad dash down a country lane. I don't know what you're planning on getting for Christmas. Maybe it's a set of those fancy kind of Beats headphones. And and your audio experience is going to be transformed beyond compare. Or maybe, maybe you're like really techie, uh, like Ben, and you're going to get an Amazon Echo, uh, and you'll be able to shop forever from the bath and everything. It's going to be, it's going to look, your life is going to be utterly a bit transformed. Or maybe, maybe, if, if this is you, I do want to know, I've not met anyone who's got one of these yet, a Dyson hairdryer. <laughs> Obviously not for me, but Meg. A Dyson hairdryer. It's going to be a, I, I mean, how good can a hairdryer get? Or maybe it's, you know, an R2-D2 or something, you know, from the latest Star Wars film. Or, or one of those perfumes. And you just know that 
that when you spray it on, you are going to have as an amazing a life as the people in the adverts. <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. Whatever claims are made for the gifts that you give or receive, most of them will pass. The batteries will run out and there will be a better model next year. And there'll be a point where all of those gifts that we give and receive will have passed their usefulness for most of them. Lots of their claims are exaggerated or temporary. But tonight, tonight we've shared a story. We've shared a story that is unchanging, that is underplayed because Jesus gets born into a stable. Yet who he is changes everything. I don't know about you, but whenever we get to that point in the nativity and we sing away in a manger, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyone else cry like that? Okay, there's about three of you at the back. Come and talk to me afterwards uh, at the reception, uh, refreshments afterwards, and uh, we'll just have a little get-together, a little cry. It'll be fine. My question tonight is really simple. I wonder if you recognize him. And I wonder if you've received him. I wonder if you've recognized him and I wonder if you've received him because you see, we have just sung some of the most extraordinary things. He came down to earth from heaven. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. We shall see him but in heaven, set at God's right hand on high. This little one born in a manger is gonna, is at God's right hand, alive. Oh holy child of Bethlehem. You, you've just all sung this. Oh holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. If you meant it, he wants to honour it. And what about the readings? The readings have been paired with the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament talking about what was to come, written in advance, and the New Testament talking about the fulfillment in Jesus. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The Word, the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Today, in David's town, a Saviour has been born to you. This will be the sign. You will find him a baby, wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. 
on coming, this is extraordinary, on coming home, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him. Do you recognize that Jesus is God? That he's here now? And would you like to receive him? You see, the story that we've just shared together is all about God coming in person because he loves you. Because he wanted to pay the price for everything that you've ever done wrong. Because he wanted to be your wonderful counsellor. And he wants to share in a life of worship. So I pray that the gifts that you give at Christmas will remind you that you have a choice. You have a choice as to whether you want to recognise him and whether you want to receive him. You know, one of the best Christmases I ever had was mine and Meg's first Christmas. She's worried now. That's all I'm going to say. It was good. Our first Christmas as a married couple together. We were living in London. We had to walk to church in the middle of central London. It took us about 45 minutes or something nuts to get there through the snow. It was wonderful. It was so much more special because it was about a relationship. But you know, life's not always like that. Life's not always glossy with all the happy endings. Sometimes life is painful and messy and people die and lose jobs and it hurts and we mess up and there is sadness. That's reality. This is the reality that Jesus comes and wants to be your wonderful counsellor in. You see, we are a people that need direction. We need light so that we don't fumble around and hurt ourselves. And the reality of life is that sometimes it's dark. There was a little while ago when um, we've, got a, we've got a dishwasher because we have hordes of people through the house. And um, I, th- I think it was my eldest son. I don't know whether he's here tonight. But um, I, I think he was, he'd, he'd worked out this great new plan for loading the dishwasher. It was the efficient version. And it basically meant that whenever there was a glass with water in it, you would throw it into the back, not the whole glass, just the water, into the back of the dishwasher uh, in order to try and do the job really, really quickly. Anyway, what, what happened is suddenly all the electricity starts shorting in the house. I mean, not just that circuit, the whole thing would go. And it was like, what on earth's going on with our house? This is, because re- it'd be night. And then suddenly you'd be like, right, gotta find a torch. Come on, where's that fuse box? Oh my word. Okay, and then you've got to kind of find the circuit and you get it back on the whole thing goes again. Sorry, front second row, blinded you. And, and, and you kind of go, you've got to get the lights back on, you've got to find a torch or a candle or something. You've got to find the right... Anyway, we finally figured out what it was. And the plug behind the dishwasher was drenched in water. <clears throat> I love helpful teenagers. It's a beautiful thing. The reading that we had first tonight was the opening of John's Gospel. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was Genesis. I've got my notes in the wrong order. 
And then we had the parallel one from John's Gospel. In the beginning, God. In the beginning was the Word. John's version of the story is like this cosmic, wow, everything's going on, stars, light, Word. He describes Jesus as the light of all mankind. What does light do? It provides safety so you can travel through the night. It means that when it's dark, you don't need to be afraid. It helps you to feel safe. It means that you can recognize him as a good father. You see, I don't know about you, but I believe that what Jesus says about himself is true. I believe that he's God. I believe that he came as a human being. That he died on a cross to pay for all of the mess, all of the sin of the whole world. And that he was raised to life again. And I believe he's alive now. And sends his Holy Spirit to come and live in each of us if we recognize him. And if we want to receive him. And so I've got an open invitation for all of you. And, you know, we, I've gone like publication heavy. I hope you don't mind. I just don't want you to forget. Okay? So this is a personal invitation from me. We love you if you haven't got a hold of who Jesus is yet to come on the Alpha Course. It's a great way to explore the Christian faith. It starts in the new year on the 10th of January, Wednesday evening. That's the kind of taste tonight. If you don't make it for the first one, you only come for this, that's fine. 7.30 in the evening in the church centre. The invite's on the back of here, but we're going to give you another one on the way out as well, just so you don't forget, because I want you to leave this around your house. And when you get, you know, you're stumbling around having had too much port halfway through Christmas and New Year, I want you to find this and go, what was that bloke talking about? And I want you to ask yourself a question. Have I received him yet? And if you haven't, you can do it tonight, or you can wait till next year. But don't leave it too long. Because he wants you to enjoy it while you're here. The other little card you're going to get on the way out the door is um, just an invitation to our services. We're changing the pattern a little bit in the new year just because we want to be really clear about the format that we're working with. And so you'll get a little card about that as well. Um, if, if, if they're not for you, pass them on to your next door neighbour. Thanks. That would really help us. One more thing is this. is John's Gospel talks about another reality. And the reality is this, is that some people see the light and they go, do you know what? I prefer the darkness. I don't want to go there. I don't want my life to be under the spotlight. Maybe it's shame. Maybe it's fear. But you know, God loves you so much that He doesn't want you to be alone. He doesn't want you to be afraid. He doesn't, he doesn't want to apply more guilt and shame on you. He paid for all your stuff to set you free and bring you into the light so that you can live really well.
So folks, that's my challenge. We've sung, we've read the words together. Do you recognize him? And do you want to receive him? And let me annoy you with one last thing. Every time you get a present, remember the question. Am I ready to receive him? Every time you get... This is going to annoy you now. I hope so. Over Christmas. Every time... Because if you want to accept that, you've got to receive the present. You see, receiving's not difficult. It's just like, yes! And every time you get a present over Christmas, ask yourself, have I received him yet? And if you haven't, Christmas Day is a good day to do it as well.